Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello. It's your girl, Susan Pinkney, on the Southern Bell of Beverly Hills, on the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe this week's episode? Lose yourself. Okay, I have not lost my mind. I am referring to Eminem's hit song, Lose Yourself. That has been my mantra, my theme song, what I play before I head out to an audition, what I play on a big day. I love that song. There are a lot of crass lyrics in it when he talks about his mom's spaghetti. But the theme, the message of the song is you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. That's how I approach every new situation. I want to talk a little bit about how and why I took an improv class and what it meant to me when I took it and what it means to me currently in all my everyday situations. Back in 2010, 2011, I needed something to empower me. I needed something that was going to give me more strength, more courage, the ability to feel more confident at auditions or interviews or in any room that I walked in or in any situation that was unfamiliar. I believe it was because of my improv skills that I'm not rattled when something crazy happens. Improv awakens a certain part of your brain that you don't normally access on a regular basis. So let me back up a little bit. I originally went to an audition for a Robert Townsend talk show that was going to be called Table Talk. And when I walked into the audition the first day, I thought it was going to be a regular kind of a newsy, hosty kind of job. I had no idea that it was going to be more like a, a Stephen Colbert versus a Kelly and Ryan type of gig. It had more comedy infused in it. It was giving real news and real topics of the day, but it definitely was leaning towards the improv comedy side. And they were looking for someone who could handle that as well as handle the man on the street interviews. I shocked myself because I never knew I had that in me. Yes, I felt like I was a decent. Notice I use the word decent. You never want to describe yourself as decent. I felt like I was a decent public speaker and I had taken communications classes, of course, and public speaking courses at James Madison. However, I was never fully comfortable in a public speaking type situation. Exhibit A would be probably my first year working for the Norfolk Tides and speaking in front of the groups, rotary clubs or on the field, whatever, speaking in front of the groups, I was nervous. I would get a little, I didn't feel comfortable. I'm not gonna say I was nervous, that that doesn't quite, accurately describe it, but I didn't feel like I was just walking into a room talking to a group of my peers or my friends. I felt heightened. My energy, my heartbeat, everything was heightened. Not in a good way, in a in a fight or flight kind of way. <laughs> 
And when I learned that I had some natural ability for the improv world and the comedy, I thought I should probably hone those skills or at least do something to nurture them since I had some type of natural ability that I didn't even know existed or didn't even want to know. It wasn't something I thought of on my own. Like I never in my mind thought, let me work on this skill or that's something I want to do. Never. So I saw an audition for LA Connection Comedy Theater, went, thought for sure they'd put me in like the beginner's class. They put me in an advanced class, which challenged me even more than I thought I needed to be challenged. But it was one of the best things I've ever done for my life. I didn't even stay in the classes very long. I went, I learned the basic principles. We performed for each other and in front of audiences. We were put on the spot, which is what improv is. And through all of that, I became comfortable in almost any situation that I'm put in. I remember the first day of my improv curriculum, driving from Beverly Hills to the Valley, going through Coldwater Canyon, and it's a windy road. It's kind of rural or rural-ish for LA. There's a lot of cliff sides and sides of mountains and exactly what it sounds like, canyons. And it's about a, a 20 minute drive or so, I mean, door to door. And I used to listen to, on repeat, Katy Perry's Firework. It kind of gave me the energy that I needed to walk into the class and to feel confident. It gave me the inspiration to be able to feel good in the situation. It was like my hype song at the time. And from where I was coming from, I needed that let's get to this great place kind of energy as I walked into the classroom. There was all kinds of people there, you name it, young, old, all ethnicities, and everyone was there being vulnerable and being challenged. And it was fun and it was exciting. And the main principle is go with it. So if someone changes the scenario or adds something to the scenario, you go with it. You can't say no, you can't back out, you can't ignore it, you have to go with it. So if someone hands you a imaginary charade type pencil, then you are still holding that pencil that doesn't exist, but you're still holding that pencil throughout your performance until you hand it off. So it was just one of those experiences where you, you just go with it and you learn how to think on your feet, how to be intelligent and in thinking on your feet and not be rattled. So moving forward, I can pinpoint moments in my life where I 100% relied on the training and experience that I received from the LA Connection Comedy Theater and my time learning improv. For example, I had an audition with the show The Middle. It was ABC family type show. And I went to the audition dressed the way I thought I should be dressed, which was heels and a wrap dress. When I arrived at the audition, they told me that they wanted me to be one of the fighting neighbors. So that meant that in my heels and my wrap dress, I had to pick up a household item and pretend to fight. I'm sure it was kind of a funny sight to see actually. So I picked up a pink flamingo and I did the crane karate kid stance and I proceeded to kick all of the imaginary neighbor's butts. Mind you, I'm extremely polished looking at the time, well-dressed, hair done, wrap dress, heels. So there was a comedy element built in in just the appearance 
of me fighting as one of the fighting neighbors with the flamingo, dressed the way I was dressed. And of course, I got the job, which was exciting because we actually were trained by professional stunt fighters to be able to do the scenes that we had to do for that following week. I think it was like a five day gig, which was awesome and a lot of fun. And I can promise you, I wouldn't have been prepared or able to think on my feet to do that had I not had my improv class. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. Another time, you guys know how obsessed I was for so many years with all of the shopping channels. I say all, really QVC and HSM, which is the same company now. And when I had my opportunity to put myself on tape, so they had already had all my audition materials. They had already loved me and decided that I would be a good fit for them as a guest host. And when I was invited to come to put myself on tape, the tape that lives in their library that all of the new corporate clients look at to decide, okay, we want to work with her as our guest host, or this is someone who would represent our product well. So that's a lot of pressure. You're going to basically put yourself on tape knowing that that tape is what the customer, the client for the shopping network will use to decide who's going to sell their product on air as their brand ambassador or their their guest host. That's a lot of pressure. But I didn't feel it. It was hard for me to get to Florida to do this in the first place. It wasn't something that I had budgeted for. It wasn't something I planned for. It wasn't the right time. There was a lot of things that could have kept me from going to do this, but I made it a priority, made it happen, used my miles, went and the morning that I arrived on the HSN campus, which is beautiful, I took plenty of pictures. And speaking of pictures, think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have free prints yet, you have got to get it. Free prints is a free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free four by six photo prints a year and you pay a small shipping charge, that's it. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Select the photos you wanna print, choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com, get the app and your 1000 free prints. As I said, I took plenty of pictures of the HSN campus and it was stunning. I mean, it's Florida anyway. It's always green and lush and palm trees, but they really maintained their campus to make it look like a place that you want to visit. Gorgeous. And speaking of pink flamingos, they also have a golf cart that 
was decorated to look like a pink flamingo. And yes, I took a picture of that as well. But when I arrived that morning, I was the first to get there. We told the security person while I was there, directed us to where I should go. Uber dropped me off. A woman walks out. She could tell that I obviously was not a regular employee. I had my luggage with me because when I left there, I was going straight to the airport. And she invited me to sit down. So eventually they opened the room. The other host who were also there to put themselves on tape for the corporate clients. And they all talked about how nervous they were. They all talked about how they hoped that they were going to be able to do a good job. It just was not a conversation that I was willing to join in. So I changed the subject and I talked about fun and happy things and relax and, you know, how many things we all had in common and, you know, where have you worked before and just kind of made the room lighter because I was not going to go down that deep, dark tunnel with them to get nervous or scared or to psych myself out. Remember, you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. So if that means shielding yourself, guarding yourself from negativity, from, from crazy conversations, then you do that because you have to protect yourself you have to take your chance. You have to take your shot. And that's how I live every day. So I went back to my Eminem song in my head and changed the temperature of the room. Since I was the first one to arrive, I was the first person scheduled to put myself on tape for the clients. I wore a jumpsuit. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking. So still we go with it. The young lady asked if I wanted her to rig it up on the outside of my jumpsuit. And I said, no, um, because they would normally put it on your bra. And I said, let's just go in the bathroom and handle this. So she rigged it up the way that she normally would. And I was ready. So they walked me in. I had my prop, which I knew everything about every detail. I researched it online. I knew, I know everything about the company who makes it. I know everything about the bag itself. I could even give you some history about the, the creators of the company. I was ready. And the reason I did all of that research, not that I was planning to talk about it, but you could never know what the, the host would ask you or what information they would want to know. So I had to be prepared in every single way. And it's through that preparedness that I wasn't nervous, that I was confident and that I was sure. And I knew that I could answer any question that she had for me. And I knew I was gonna be comfortable in the room answering those questions because of the improv class that I took. So as we walked into the stage area that you guys are all familiar with, if you've watched any of the shopping channels and I'm carrying my prop ready to go, I felt so relaxed and comfortable and happy to be there. I was in the moment. I was happy. I didn't feel any nerves. I walked onto the set saying good morning to everyone in my best Oprah voice. Good morning! And literally broke the ice in the room. Everyone laughed and we just started talking. I talked to them about, hey, you know, I don't know if I get any grace for going first. They're like, oh yeah, of course. So we put me on tape and immediately after putting me on tape, like immediately, 
everyone in the room gave me an applause and was like, you were so great. You're so natural. You don't need to go again. That's perfect. Wonderful. They normally would wait to say, hey, we're going to add you to the database or you might need to come back and tape again or whatever. They told me immediately, we're putting you on the database. You'll be ready to go. Perfect. I couldn't have been more stoked. So happy. So I went back to the room with all the other people so that I could meet the young lady to de-mic me. I said goodbye to everyone, got my luggage, left, went to the airport. I was on cloud nine, so happy, just stoked because I knew I had nothing to fear. The only person that I was competing with was me. The only person that could hold me back was me. The only thing that could have gone wrong was me. So I love that as long as I prepare, as long as I have my facts, as long as I have my information, as long as I can answer every question, I never feel like I'm on the spot. I was perfectly relaxed, perfectly happy, and she did challenge me with a few questions, and I knew the answers. I give all of that to improv. And I have to say that there's been times in interviews and pitches for corporate jobs where my improv has come in handy as well. So although I originally took the improv class thinking that I might end up on a show like In Living Color or Saturday Night Live, it was a class that changed my life, changed my opportunities, changed my ability to interact with strangers in any room, in any environment, in any atmosphere. And for anyone who is serious about a career in entertainment, they should take an improv class. So hey y'all, if you enjoyed the show, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me, your girl, S-U-Z-Q-90210, Suzy-Q-90210 on Instagram and Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising, hey, hey, contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.